Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. Goddamn Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. So they had to do one little kick and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. Bet with your head. No over it. What's happening, guys? Happy Friday. Welcome to The Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. We like to play, we like to win, and we're going to do that tonight. This is the week four betting preview. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you. Uh, I've seen the downloads. I've seen the views. Thank you to everyone who is supporting this show. I know Player Profiler is primarily a fantasy football content creation site. Uh, I know that personally because I do the Dynasty War Zone on the Player Profiler YouTube channel. It's also available on the Dynasty War Zone YouTube channel. But those of you that are looking to get the edge in some, some gambling action, that is what we're here to do. But again, I just want to make sure I mention my show, a little, little shameless plug for the Dynasty War Zone. That drops on Thursday nights, 5 p.m. on YouTube, and it drops Thursday morning early. Like maybe if you're like a sanitation engineer, a garbage man, uh, a paper delivery guy, do people still get the paper? Are there still paper delivery people? But if you are, you may be up early enough that you may not have it in your podcast queue. But if you listen to the Dynasty War Zone, it is available every Thursday, Apple, Spotify, whatever. You can find that one of two channels, and it would help me out a ton. You'd be doing me a favor if you subscribe to both Player Profiler, which you obviously are, and the Dynasty War Zone. That helps both shows grow, and we're trying to grow our network while supporting this tremendous network, Player Profiler. So uh, let's jump into the review. Uh, a great week. You know, a lot of people think I'm going to be pounding my chest, thumping my chest. I should be so excited. I know this is what you guys are expecting. Got to get in your grandstanding and your hot dogging, don't you? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not going to grandstand. I'm not going to hot dog. We're going to recap the week that was. But real quick, I want to tell you about something for you fantasy listeners. A little something new, Mojo Fantasy. This episode brought to you by Mojo. Mojo is that player stock market. We love Mojo because we like making lifetime bets on players. You run out the clock on these guys. Mojo just rolled out a brand new fantasy platform. That's right. So now you can build a portfolio of player props. Oh, Jamar Chase over 77.5. Oh, Kadarius Tony under 15.5. Whatever the under is on Kadarius Tony, doesn't matter. You can just stack up the props in your portfolio. And the beauty is, once the Sunday games kick off, it's not over. It's not over until it's over with Mojo because once those games kick off, you can then move in and out of positions. Let's say that you're well ahead of expectations. You can cash out. Let's say you're behind expectations. You're underwater. Well, you can double down. That's what makes Mojo so special, why they're different. Check it out. Go to the App Store. Get the Mojo app and use the promo code UNDERWORLD. The promo code UNDERWORLD. Gets you a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. So the promo code is UNDERWORLD, and they will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Go to Mojo, start building your portfolio, and then during the games, you can be a fantasy day trader. Yeah, I, I do dig Mojo, and, and, and Mojo's kind of like the stock market. 
you know, you can invest in premium stocks, you know, if Patrick Mahomes is your Amazon and and Josh Allen is your Tesla, that's great, but they're expensive and you got to invest a lot to get in and and they may have, you know, they're already trading high. What you can do, listen to the Dynasty War Zone. We've been doing a, seg- a segment called the Prospect Premonition. It's our guy, Dallas Hyder. He does all of our rookie coverage on the Dynasty War Zone YouTube and podcast channel. And he's been giving us snippets on guys. So if you listen to that show, I can tell you two weeks ago, he did Ben Sinat, S-I-N-N-O-T. And he's a tight end from Kansas State. Uh, he did Rome Adunes. Uh, he's doing these guys so that you can get an idea of them. And then maybe when you download the Mojo Fantasy app, then you might be uh, looking to get that next premium stock on Mojo. But let's uh, jump into it. Again, one more little thing. The Dominator with Billy Muzio and Bradley Stadler. I wonder if he goes by Brad Stad. Like Bradley Stadler. I think I would. Brad Stad, why not? But anyway, The Dominator's back. It's back on Saturdays. It's with Billy and Bradley. That'll be coming out live stream Saturday podcast thereafter. So there you go. Coming off of a tremendous week, we are into we are into the uh, the portion of the program where we recap. Now we're going to start with Survivor, but I do want to remind you guys that last week we hit our Survivor. We were four and one against the spread in our pick'em pool, and we were two and one in props. So when you go all told, we were eight and two. And, and, and normally, you know, it would be like, you know, I, I should remind you of this. But the cream rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Except on the season, my record through four weeks, three weeks of doing this going into week four is 12, 12 and one. When I told you in the gambling preview show back in August before we kicked off the regular season that gambling's hard and that professional gamblers are trying to hit in the neighborhood of 53%. That's exactly what I mean. I've made 25 official picks on this show three weeks. I'm exactly 500. And that's why gambling's hard, and that's why I'm anti-parlay, because they're so hard to hit. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Go back to the very first episode of The Juice. You can see what I'm talking about, and uh, I'm ready to talk about Survivor. And gang, we survived. I'm uh, gonna gonna go ahead and pull up a a little bit of a screen here. Let me uh, do, do a little housekeeping here. There we go. I pull up a little screen here. What I got here is if you're watching live on YouTube, this is a screen from Circa. Now, Circa last week they had from week two to week three they lost about fifty percent of their entrance. People got absolutely crushed last week in Survivor. We did not get crushed in Survivor. Uh, I like to keep a running tally. Week one, the Washington Commandos, they tried to kill us. And in week two, the Giants almost killed us. But the Seahawks, the Seahawks were, were good. They kept the sweat to a minimum. There for a while, they were kicking a lot of field goals and, and not converting you know, those touchdowns in, in the red zone, but we had the seagulls and a lot of, and I said that seagulls on purpose. That was not a Freudian slip, by the way. I, I meant that. So out of all these people in Survivor, we, we've survived. You know, a lot of people last week, they got burnt by the Dallas Cowboys. I think a, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, you had Houston at Jacksonville. A lot of people had Jacksonville at home beating Houston. And then of course the Colts, they went to Baltimore and beat 
the Ravens, but not us. We faded those. We talked about those. We talked about those as potentials along with the Chiefs against the Bears. We're saving the Chiefs. We'll get into that in just a second. But we had the fighting sea chickens, baby. We had the Seahawks. We are not eliminated, and that is the goal. Survive and advance. The point is to survive. But the long-term goal is to win. And like I said last week, the goal is to, to last long enough to see some equity. Now, I'm, I, I've got a real-life breakdown for you using the, the Circa Millions. I'm going to put this back up on the, on the screen. The, the Circa Millions. So they had 9,267 entrants, and they are now down to 2,484. So 2,000, we'll round up, 9,300 down to 2,500. Now, it, each entrant in the circuit contest paid $1,000. So a first place prize in this contest is $8 million. Now, this is not the one I'm in. The one I'm in has one less zero. I'm in a $100 entry pool survivor pool, but that means currently that each of the 2,484 entries remaining, they have an equity stake of approximately $3,220. Now, could they sell it? Could they sell it for two grand? Could they double up and just be done with it? I bet they could. If you go to Matchbook or some of these other websites where you can sell off bets and futures and, and things of that nature, and, and I'm sure you could. I'm sure there's a well bankrolled player out there that bought into the bought, and some people bought in the limit. I think the limit in this particular contest was five. So if people have that kind of bankroll, you could. But you're listening to the juice. We're going to keep it spinning. We're going to jump into this week's selection for the juice. Now, I, I again, I'm looking at, at a few different entries. I have three options on the table: Kansas City at the Jets. I, I I see why you would like that. Kansas City has looked great, uh, but they are on the road, and the Jets I, I I will continue to pick on, but I am saving Kansas City for week 12 or week 16. Those are the weeks that we have to make two selections. So Kansas City in week 12 and in week 16, they play the Raiders. So I think those are the weeks I'm trying to save Kansas City, and that's why I feel really fortunate with our entry, my entry, is because I've used three mid-teams, three mid-level, mid-tier, whatever you want to call them teams, the Giants, the Commandos, and the Seahawks. Those are all teams that like if you power rank them, they would be in the rankings of like 12 through 20. So we still have all the really good teams left, and we're going to continue to look at various spots. So I'm not using Kansas City at the Jets. The Jets, I was leaning Initially, Pittsburgh at Houston, um, but I think I'm going to save. I think I'm going to save Houston for a little bit later in the season. You get a little bit later in the season. Pittsburgh is hosting Arizona in Week 13, and Arizona, while they're very feisty right now, they're they're feeling themselves. They played the Commandos to a one point decision. They should have beat the Giants. They did beat the Cowboys. Uh, but I, I'm 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 going to talk more about Arizona here in, in in just a second. But I'm I'm going to save Pittsburgh for potentially that game down the road. Uh, I am higher on Pittsburgh than most, uh, but I'm not letting two of four games against really good defenses bring me down. I like the momentum, but again, we'll see Pittsburgh in Week 13 against the Cardinals. My 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 choice this week is kind of a layup, and for me, the layup this week is San Francisco. Uh, I'm not trying to get fancy here. 
San Francisco is clearly a top five team in all of the NFL. But when you look at their schedule, there are it's like as I look at their schedule, and this is how I do my process. As I look at their schedule, I, I see where you know they could lose that game, and 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 their over under win total for the season was eleven and a half. So that means they're going to lose five and a half games. I just don't think it's going to be this one. They have Arizona at home. Like this matchup, I thought about Week Eleven with San Francisco. They're hosting Tampa Bay. They're at Arizona in Week Fifteen. They're home to the Rams in Week Eighteen. But our Survivor Contest Pick of the Week: San Francisco 49ers at home over the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, let's jump into Pick'em Palooza. We'll quickly recap last week and then. We'll jump right into this week's selection. So last week, my first selection on the board, I had the Patriots minus two and a half. W. Uh, it got kind of closer than I would have liked it at the end. It got within five, and I was waiting for the Jets to get in field goal range to kick a, a, mini, a meaningless field goal and cause the hook to get me, but it did not. Uh, a game that wasn't as close as the line. The Falcons were at the Lions. Lions lay in three, and for you fantasy and 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 Falcon fans out there, I think the Lions laid the bru- the the blueprint of how to beat this Falcons team. They they just stuffed the box, said we're going to stop the run, and if Desmond Ritter and the passing option can beat us, then then so be it. But that was another W. Had the Lions minus the three. Uh, go back to the Seahawks. The Seahawks were hosting the Panthers. We were laying five and a half. I don't want to say that was an easy cover. That was a high-scoring game. I'll be honest. When I was handicapping that game, I was not expecting Andy Dalton to pass like 48 times. It was not in the the the, the high probability of outcomes that I thought was going to happen. But, you know, they quit kicking field goals. They started scoring touchdowns. They covered the five and a half. So that was the third W. And then the Steelers plus the one at the Raiders. I said the same thing last week. I said it was the wrong team favored. Again, as it relates to Steelers, it's the same point as I said during, as I said during the uh, survivor pick'em section of of the program. Is I'm not letting two games against two of the three best defenses in the league sway me on Pittsburgh. And if you do DFS and if you do daily fantasy, I guess that is DFS, and and you set weekly fantasy lineups, I think this offense in Pittsburgh will flow a lot better once they get Deontay Johnson back. I said this on the Dynasty Warzone podcast the other day. But I think I think George Pickens does a good job of what he does, getting down the field, making tough catches in in you know contested catches. Calvin Austin, super fast guy, can rip the lid off the 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 defense, but they need their field stretcher back. They not field stretcher, they need their chain mover back. They need Deontay Johnson. I am not out on Pittsburgh. We're going to talk about Pittsburgh again in this week's pickums. Uh, but I had them. That was our four W's last week. Four and one uh, on the week. The one loss was the the Saints at the Packers. Uh, I've been an unapologetic Packers backer to date. This, the, the Packers were laying two at home, and they lost by one. That's no sort of a bad beat to me. I, I'm, you know, they were down seventeen. They came back and won to even make it close. Was was pretty pretty wild. So for me. That was four and one. Uh, so we went from we were through two weeks. We were four, five and one, and, and now we are eight, six and one on the season. We're in the top four hundred of the contest. We're in over at pregame.com. 
Uh, and then the last two weeks, I mean, last two weeks have been super good to us. We are 7-2-1 and one over the last two weeks against the spread, feeling really good about what we've been doing over here. And I'm going to jump into this week's picks, going to pull them up on the screen for the YouTube watchers. First game, did I say Steelers? Yeah, I said Steelers. I know everybody is super excited about C.J. Stroud and, and this and this defense. Now, have I watched every minute of film with C.J. Stroud and this Houston offense? No, I have not. But I did watch every single snap of the Houston and Indianapolis game. And even before Gardner Minshew had to come in and mop up the game, this game was well in hand. At one time, this game was it was at a minimum 28 to 10, and I think it was 31 to 10 in the second half. The Colts went into kind of a, a shell defense, kept the ball in front of them. And yeah, CJ, you know, CJ Stroud racked up a lot of yards. Doesn't bother me. Do I do I like Pittsburgh back-to-back road games? Is it my favorite part of the handicap? No. I, I just think that people are still down. I think the market is still ir- irrationally down on Pittsburgh. The offense is not great. The offensive line has not been great, but I don't know that I'm getting – I'm getting the better head coach, but he's just a more tenured head coach in Mike Tomlin. I think they know how important this win is, especially with with the Browns and the Ravens playing each other. And then, of course, Cincinnati. They know every win matters, so I expect to get the best out of the Steelers. I'm going to take the Steelers, lay in the two-and-a-half on the road at the Texans. Speaking of those Brownies, I another team. I think this is another team that I'm unapologetically on this year, and I love that defense. Uh, I've always been a Deshaun Watson, the fan of the football player, not the person. We all know he's a bad person, but I I, I like and I like what I saw. Uh, Again, he played in the rainstorm, but it was the same rainstorm as Joe Burrow, and he played better than Joe Burrow in Week One. Had to go to Pittsburgh on Monday night, Monday night football, where I don't think Pittsburgh's lost at home on Monday night football since like the 90s, the Clinton administration maybe. So I'm not holding that against the Browns. And they whooped Tennessee, the Tennessee team that played the Chargers close. I, I like this one a lot. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to lay more than a field goal. The number continues to move. But I will take the Browns laying the two against the Ravens. Speaking of the Bengals, uh, I'm going to lay less than a touchdown, even though they're on the road at Tennessee. Uh, came out earlier today that Traylon Burks is out. Not that he was ever really in. You know, I, I was always the, you know, not a big fan of Traylon Burks, especially from a, a dynasty standpoint. I just think standpoint, and you know what else starts with ST? Stagnant. And I think that's what the the offense has been for the Texans. And as much as everybody's hyper-focusing on Joe Burrow and the wide receivers and the calf and everything going on, we're not giving enough respect to Lou Anarumo and the defense in Cincinnati because, gang, they've played great. They've looked really, really good, and I think they've kept them in games. Uh, I hate betting against Vrabel at home and giving him points. But I think I got the better. I know I got the better team. I know I've got the better defense. And even though the offense is not what we want Cincinnati to be, they're on their way. They'll be okay. I'm going Bengals minus two and a half. This next pick I hate. And I, I hate it because it's the Chargers. 
And for those of you, I don't use a lot of foul language on this podcast. I use a ton of foul language in my in my real life, but I'm going to give you the heads up. There's going to be some foul language. So if you have the youngins in the car, now now's your chance. But the Chargers fuck me. They fuck me every chance they get. And But you know what? I, I love the spot. At home, against the Raiders, whether it's Jimmy G or not, I actually want it to be Aiden O'Connell. Every rookie quarterback this year lost their first game. Why would Aiden O'Connell be any better? Some of the rookies look great in the preseason. Some of them look like dog water. It really didn't matter. You're going to give me a rookie quarterback on the road, even against a, a defense that should be better than it is. I just don't think that Raiders that Raiders offense can keep pace with the Chargers offense. I, I would obviously love to get it under a field goal, but I'll take it at five. I think this number goes up if Jimmy G is not cleared of the concussion. And even if it goes down a little bit, I like the Chargers. I'm going to lay it at home. And then this last one's going to surprise some people. But I'm taking the Giants at home Monday night football plus two against the Seahawks. Now, I've been a Seahawks guy. They got us through in Survivor when so many other teams failed people in Survivor. But I'm going against them. I, I, I like Brian Dayball coming off of the 10 days. I think it's 11 days technically, but Thursday to Monday. Saquon could be back. A better chance to get a, a handle on this offense. And Seattle just gave up 350,000 bajillion yards to Andy Dalton. And, and, and no skill position, guys, outside of Miles Sanders. And, you know, the corpse of Adam Thielen and, and Hayden Hurst and DJ Chark. And so I do believe that, Dan, that Daniel Jones and Darren Waller and hopefully even a limited Saquon Barkley can go in there. And, and I think this will be a, a really tough game. But I, I think if it comes down to like 21 20, uh, I'm going to take the two points. Uh, obviously, if you can get it at a field goal, that would be super. But those are my five picks. Those are my five picks in my in my pick'em contest. I'm hoping you got in a pick'em contest either either over at pregame or over at the Action Network. I'm going to work with Matt and Billy and Theo and the gang at Player Profiler. I would love to do something like this over on the Player Profiler site next year, where we can do a pick'em contest and we could give away some prizes. And, and do something like this, because I don't like referring you guys to other sites, but I will always refer you to content and, and, and people that I think are putting good stuff out there. And I think RJ Bell and the Dream Preview and the, the pregame team do a tremendous job. Uh, I wear it like a badge of honor that Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of sports betting, follows me on Twitter. I I, I like that. I, I like AJ. I like that team. And, and I like the Action Network guys. So, but hopefully next year here at Player Profiler, we can figure out a way to run a pick'em contest so that we can, you know, we can do this together. We can look at, you know, nice player profiler, player profiler colors. So that is the pick'em. We're gonna do player props. You know, a great place to do player props, especially if you like those parlays, if you like stringing them together and doing the pick'ems. Let's talk about underdog. It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from pick'em games, specifically underdog pick'ems. And how do you do it? Well, you look at the slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout. You also look for a shit show game. Three, four, five, 
six guys in one game. That's right. You can do it. You can do it. And you can 100x your payout on underdog. Think about week one. Jets-Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 you can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Well, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota's going to be in comeback mode, so we'll go Cousins, Jefferson, Hawkinson, more than, Madison, less than, but also Swift, more than. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it with the underdog pickums, and you use promo code UNDERWORLD to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in 100 underdog matches that deposit up to 100 bucks with promo code UNDERWORLD. Go start picking. Yeah, you, sh- you should go start picking. It- it's fun, and you're going to do it anyway. So why not? Why not go to a place that supports player profiler and not just this podcast, but all of our podcasts. Underdog has been a tremendous business partner for this enterprise for a long time. And like I said, you're going to do it anyway. If it's legal in your state and you can do underdog, why not? Why not sign up? Why not use the promo code underworld and get a double your deposit match up to a hundred bucks? It just, it makes good sense. So let's recap last week's props two and one. Finally, a winning week on on props here on the show. We have moved to four and six on the season. And we're starting to see, because when I started off in week one, I was really uh, leaning on 2022 data. But now that we're three games in, gang, we're, we're a quarter of the way through. Four, four games, you know, after this week, it's crazy how fast the seasons went by, but we're starting to get more usable, actionable data that, that we could use. Uh, and, and, and I'm correlating, I'm doing a better job of correlating my pickums to my handicapping when I'm picking the games against the spread. So last week I had Rashad White over 16 and a half receiving yards, and he had this in the first half. Now he didn't crush it with like 70 receiving yards, but he got there pretty quick. And I was correlating that the Eagles were going to get ahead. They were a significant favorite. Teams that are ahead, what happens? They they check down and they involve the running back. Philadelphia gives up a bunch of receptions to the running back. So if you're doing underdog pickems, hey, they're they're playing the commandos this week. You might look at a commandos running back ru- uh, receiving prop for the running back. Same thing with the tight end. Philadelphia's bad against the tight end. All this data is out there. I'm doing the work for you. Second winning prop last week was Najee Harris over 12 and a half rush attempts. That got home pretty easily. He had like 10 in the first half, finished with 19. Uh, he may have only got like two and a half yards of carry, but he got 19 attempts. And, and again, it went, it went along with, uh, I thought this game was going to be close. I thought Pittsburgh was going to win it. I thought they were going to be running the ball. Boom, we got there. Najee went over 12 and a half rushing attempts. Two wins, the one loss, Amon Ross, St. Brown, over six and a half receptions. And I don't feel bad about it because Atlanta is a good defense, and he only got seven. So first of all, that tells you how sharp these lines are and how sharp these lines makers are, is that they they get these things pretty darn close, closer than we care to admit. And it wasn't like I was fading Amon Ross, St. Brown. I I was playing the matchup. I I thought it was going to be close. 
and it wasn't close. It was actually more of a blowout, and I was really surprised with a, a somewhat banged up Amon Ra. He was out there getting all that work, but sometimes you just can't fade studs. But let's get into this week's props, and I'll get you guys the hell out of here onto your weekend. My first prop, I'm going back to a guy that, that I, I missed on earlier in the season, uh, but this correlates to, to the matchup. So I'm taking James Conner. Now, this is on BetMGM Grand. We have a promo code over there as well. That's Underworld. So if you're in a state that allows BetMGM Grand and you want to sign up, use promo code Underworld. And James Conner over two and a half receptions. Now, in, in three games this year, he's had five. That's good. That's 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 well over two and a half. He had zero. That's the that's the game that I bet on him against the New York Jets. That's bad. And then he had two last week in in the loss to Dallas. San Francisco in three games this year has given up 21 running back receptions. That's not 21 running back targets. That's 21 running back catches. That's seven a game. Half of seven is three and a half. This prop is two and a half. And like I said, Arizona is a 14-point underdog in this game. That's why I like it. Running back checkdowns correlate to a point spread this big. I'm going to go James Conner over two and a half receptions, lay $1.20. Going to jump over to jolly old England if you want to get your action going early, if you're wanting to do that mechanical parlay. I won't beat this one up or belabor the point, but a mechanical parlay, for those of you that like to parlay, is where you bet your first leg, say you you bet Sunday morning at 9, you potentially bet on Calvin Ridley to go under 5.5 receptions, which is what I'm going to talk about here in a second, and you hit that prop, then you bet a 1 p.m. prop, then you and you just kept rolling over. You keep taking the winnings and roll them over. Eventually, you'll get to that four-team parlay payoff by having you know, that many legs. You're just doing it mechanically, unlike having to lock all of the bets in at once on a parlay bet online. Uh, go back and listen to the first episode of The Juice back at like at the first week of the last week of August or the first week of September. I, I go into great detail about the mechanical parlay and, and how they pay out, but you can check that out. But this would be a great place to start. 9 a.m. Sunday morning, Calvin Ridley uh, with the Jaguars over in England playing his old team, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, and I'm going under five and a half receptions. I'm laying a little bit more juice than I'd like, but you know what? Only winners pay the juice. So I'm going to lay the buck 35, and, and here's some of the reasons why. Even though Amon Ra had a day against them, they, they shut out Josh Reynolds. So I faded the wrong Lions wide receiver last week. And Atlanta in three games have only given up 30 wide receiver catches. And, and the spread, this game is, depends on where you get it, three, three and a half. So it should be close. And here's Calvin Ridley's receptions on the on the year. Eight against a horrible secondary in Indianapolis. Ask me how I know their secondary is horrible. Oh, yeah, I'm a fan. I live in Indianapolis. Their secondary is not great. Their front seven, really good. Back The back half, the back secondary, not so good. Two and then three last week. So he would have to, you know, if, if he got all of his catches from week two and three and added them together, he does not go over five and a half receptions. So I'm going under Calvin Ridley on receptions. Um, I, I, I did, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm, I'm showing some other some other clips. Uh, I'm not so sure that I would go under. This is not an official prop. The, the, the under receptions is my official prop. 
I don't know that I go over the yards. It feels like, you know, if he breaks like one and has like three for 70, that wouldn't shock me in this game. So I'm going under receptions. I don't know that I would mess with the yardage. And then my final one is uh, I mentioned Philadelphia earlier. Uh, I, I mentioned Kate Otten last week. Now, Kate Otten wasn't a prop I played on the show last week, but I mentioned Kate Otten. He went over his reception prop last week, and I'm going right back to Philadelphia. Philadelphia on the season has given up 18 tight end receptions on the year. So I am going to go Logan Thomas over two and a half catches. Again, point spread. They're a six to eight point dog. I've, I've seen it fluctuate quite a bit from the opener until now. They're going to be behind. And it's going to be check down, check down, tight end, running back, pass the ball, try to get those little dink and dunks. They've really struggled getting the ball to Terry McLaren and to Jahan Dotson, which bums me out. I'm a big Terry McLaren guy, but I'm, I'm going Logan Thomas over two and a half receptions. So I will recap those for you real, real quick. I am going James Conner over two and a half receptions against the 49ers. I'm going Calvin Ridley under five and a half receptions against the... Jacksonville Jack. Oh, excuse me. He's on the Jaguars now against his old team, the Atlanta Falcons. And then I'm going Logan Thomas over two and a half receptions against the Philadelphia Eagles. So there's the show. Uh, I hope you have a great week. I hope we stay on the heater. We've been on a super heater. Like I said, we hit our survivor last week, seven, one and one on pickums over the last two weeks. And I'm sorry, seven, two and one on, on pickums the last two weeks or whatever the hell the math is. And then uh, we're, we're picking up steam on our player props. So this is the fun of it. You know, you want to give yourself the best chance to win. These are the edges. Remember to check out our sponsors, Underdog and Mojo. Both of them use the protocol code Underworld. I will be back here next week with more gambling fun. We'll talk about it. Remember, bet with your head, not over. If you need help, Go back to that commercial with the Podfather, all of the alert lines, the the, the help lines that you would need, or Google them. They're out there, gang. Um, remember, I, I use it in the soundbite when we drop the show. I'm going to use it uh, as we close the show. Bet with your head. Don't bet over it. An extra 5 bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever your financial situation will allow you to do. Have some fun. Don't get crazy. Don't, don't get crazy. Crazy with the cheese was, I guess is the best way to say it. Anyway, I'm getting out of here. You guys have a great weekend. I'll catch you next week here on The Juice. And remember, we're serious gamblers, but not that serious. Have a great weekend, guys. I will see you soon. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All-In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Think you're with a little juice. No, we think that you're When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. We won a game yesterday.
And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.